Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. Welcome back to the Gospel for Life. We're so glad that you are with us today. We've been working our way through various psalms. Today we're going to be looking at Psalm 116. This is in a section of the Psalter known as the Hallels, the Praise the Lord, um, so they either begin or end with that phrase, praise the Lord. There are a couple exceptions to that, but most of the Psalms between Psalm 111 and 118 are have that phrase, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, and today we're going to be looking at Psalm 116. Probably one of the, the distinctives of Psalm 116 and 118 are these would be Psalms that would have been used by the Jews during the Passover. Yeah. Psalm 113 to one. 18, actually, yep. and, and uh, very likely, you know, when we hear about Jesus in the upper room with his disciples, mm-hmm. and it says, and they sang a psalm and went out from there to go up, they would have probably been mm-hmm. singing one of these uh, yes. few psalms that we are talking about right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And that just helps when you're thinking about in the life of Jesus, the psalms would have been an important component of his life um, and of all of the Jews. Yeah. Um, so these were psalms that... And for the church, actually yeah, down through right. the ages, we're actually singing. These are psalms meant to be sung. They're mm-hmm. psalms meant to encourage our heart, and particularly these Hallel psalms do that. They lift mm-hmm. up a, everything in praise. And if you think about the fact that they connect them to the Passover, you can kind of think of Passover themes Deliverance as, and, as you read them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and read Psalm 116. Okay, Psalm 116 I'll read through to verse 9, and then uh, Phil can uh, read the following. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy, because he's inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompass me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord, O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed. Even when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. I said in my alarm, all mankind are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. 
I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Maybe the first thing, comment I would like to make about this psalm is how personal it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, notice all the the very the personal pronouns, um, the the I and my words, and and not all of the psalms are this way, and uh, many of the psalms are uh, communal and uh, meant to be said together as a people, and appropriately so. The, the one of the things we're going to emphasize over and over again in this show is the importance of being identified with the people of God and being a member of your local church and gathering together with others to praise God. There's there's an element of praise that is simply incomplete if you're just by yourself, the, that God calls us together as a people to worship. But in Psalm 116, there's something very personal, uh, and it begins with the word I. Mm-hmm. I love the Lord. Why? I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. That's wonderful uh, personal language, of a, a very personal affirmation of faith. I love the Lord. The, and the, the whole aspect of personal approbation, I mean, appropriation, per, mm-hmm. personal. You know, a, you know, we can read uh, Scripture, and if we only read it with our head and not our heart, we haven't really appropriated it. Uh, we, it needs to be, we need to own it for our own, that uh, we ourselves, I myself love the Lord. I recognize his graciousness to me. I... I, I know that he hears me when I cry out to him. These are mm-hmm. the things that comfort and encourage us. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's, there's a, there a real uh, delight here, you know, that as I go through uh, trials, I have this gracious deliverance. There's a, and this is all personal tribute uh, uh, who's, by someone who's overwhelmed with the answers that God has brought into his life. Mm-hmm. And you, you've got this sense here of, of Psalm 116 that the psalmist is going—we don't know the circumstances of, of the psalmist. We're not told the historical setting. We don't, we don't even know who wrote it. Mm-hmm. But we know that there's something going on in his life that's very difficult. He, he talks about the snares of death that encompassed him, the pangs of Sheol had laid a hold of him, suffered distress and anguish, um, talking about being delivered from death. Um, my ears, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, um, being greatly afflicted, that all mankind are liars. I mean, this this is not the stuff of he's just having a bad day. I mean, this this is life is hard, and he's experiencing the difficulties that life has to offer of living. And let's be honest, we live in a, a sin filled world, and the effects of sin touch us all and sometimes can touch some of us in, in very profound ways and, and difficult mm-hmm. ways. And here you have the psalmist going through all of these difficulties in life and continuing to cry out to God and trusting God and finding that God is faithful. Um, and to me, that that really is probably, unfortunately for all of us, a description of the Christian life. Yeah. That life is 
difficult. We find ourselves overwhelmed and not being able to find deliverance in ourselves. We cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I need your mm-hmm. assistance. I need your help. I need your deliverance again. And it's this ongoing struggle of the Christian walk. Mm-hmm. And, and then and in that struggle, we re- recognize the character of God, and it's reaffirmed mm-hmm. here. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. He, Our God is merciful. He preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Uh, he has given me, return of my soul to your rest. He's dealt bountifully with you. There's a certain, we can rest when we know, uh, when we have our trust in him and in the character of God. And that's where he brings us to in this psalm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see this in the English. I don't know how you would translate it to help it out. But that, that rest that Jonathan is talking about is actually plural in the mm-hmm. Hebrew. And so what happens is that that's a way for the Hebrews to say that there's it's it's not just rest that there's an abundance to right. the rest that we have, um, and maybe you've experienced that this this idea that um, you're you you're in turmoil within, and then you come to a peace. Um, the New Testament would say that it's a peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole. That I think that's the sense of this verse here that you're. You're resting, you're finding peace, an abundant peace in, in God yeah. in, in the midst of your trouble. Yes. And we, we've talked about the very personal nature of, of this psalm. Um, I love the Lord, the way, the way that it begins. And uh, he talks about God's gracious initiative, God's gracious saving work in his life. But there's something uh, really vital about this personal language that the psalmist then goes on to make commitments to God. Mm-hmm. Um, God's gracious initiative, God's loving initiative in our lives, God's, God's sending his son, most of all, God's sending his son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. It calls forth from us a response of commitment mm-hmm. uh, that I say, oh, Lord, uh, I love you. You have, you have worked in my life. You have called me to yourself. You sent your son for me. Therefore, I will commit to you. Um, not to pay back God. Not mm-hmm. to pay back. No, we can never repay God. But it calls forth when, when, when we genuinely experience the saving work of God in our lives, it's going to call forth commitment. And that's why commitments are appropriate. That's why a, a, a public right. commitment of faith, um, I believe, is appropriate. That's why uh, church membership vows are appropriate. And I know that not all churches uh, do membership vows, and so I'm not going to be a, a legalist about that. But um, mm-hmm. it, it, commitments are a natural and godly response to God's commitment to us the commitment right. that God has made by sending his son. And the psalmist is saying, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. He's, you know, in verse 9 there. That's part of his commitment is yes. to walk before the Lord. And, and in some ways this reflects Psalm twenty-seven thirteen when he says, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He's not in total despair and in the sense, uh, while things around him were despairing, he's put his trust in the Lord. He recognized what God has done. He, there's, there's a note of praise in this. He's delivered me. 
I'm going to respond in this way. I'm going to walk before the Lord in the land of the living. And and he's expecting to see the goodness of the Lord in the yes. land of the living. Yes. Some of, the, some of the other commitments here, verse 13, I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay, verse 14, I will pay okay. my vows to the Lord in the presence of his people. Mm-hmm. Um, verse 16, I am your servant. Um, verse 17, I will offer to you I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. Verse 18, I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence. This is all commitment language. Mm-hmm. And he's not patting himself on the back. It's the Lord who's being glorified. It's the Lord who's being praised, but the natural response is commitment. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to just quickly talk about verse 15, precious is in the oh sight of the Lord is is the death of his saints. Sometimes that verse has caused some people problems, but if you guys could just quickly talk about that, that would be great. Um, I think I think that uh, we, you know, we think the precious. It could mean just high, it's highly valued. Um, costly is probably you know what did it? You know, I think that when I see that verse, what did it cost um, uh, God to have saints to have His people? It cost His very own son costly in the sight of the lord is the death of his saints what he, what is accomplished in uh, that death of his saints is he's you know we're going to see god and we're going to see him face to face and and behold his presence forever and it's because of that great wonder of what this uh, his son did on the cross on our behalf hmm. in life and in death um, hmm. so i you know, I, you know, the death of the devout cost God dearly. Um, he gave His own precious blood. Mm-hmm. And in the time of death, He's not uncaring. That's right. Absolutely. Um, it's a, it's a, if you will, a precious moment with with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 